All right, welcome everybody to our first ever post Thanksgiving pre Christmas episode of First Thought of the Day. I really wondered where that was going. <laughs> well, I, I, to be fair, I did too when I started. I'm sitting here with Erin uh, Ingbrecht, the 2021 Teacher of the Year, and I'm sitting here with Chris Seacrest, the future Teacher of the Year, year to be determined. Um, and Chris Walker, the 1977 Teacher of the Year. 1967, but that's still good. Um, we are sitting here in uh, Viking Studio One, recording this wonderful podcast. We got a b- beautiful view of the mountains and the ocean outside. Anything I'm just thinking that? about the Viking Studio One. I wondered if last time it was Valley Studio I One. It, I actually I think don't it remember. Was. I think it was. <laughs> the the ideas as well as the name are ever evolving. That's right. So, if you guys have ideas, send them our way. Yep. Send us some comments. Hey, let's catch up. Uh, since our last episode, we've had a Thanksgiving break. It's been two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's uh, insane. Yeah, we've had a break. It's been wonderful. All kinds of things happen. Two weeks. You know, what so. has been going on in Christopher Walker's life? Um, I, I had a really nice break. I got to see um, my my parents. Um, they had a we had a nice time. We got to we we uh, I, I don't know I don't know about the rest of the world, but I love. Black Friday shopping. Interesting. I absolutely adore it. As a as a guy who's a self proclaimed introvert, yeah. Going Black Friday shopping, there's something like on on the Fourth of July in Akron, Indiana. I love the parade and the afterwards. You can smell the the hot dogs cooking on the grills and like you hear the fireworks going on. I love that because I feel American, and I I, st- I feel American when I go Black Friday shopping. I would I would not picture you as a Black Friday shopper. I think of you more as a Garage sailier, like garage sailier. I don't know. I, that's, garage sailier. That's the French version of it. <laughs> garage sailier. Uh, I, I think of you a person just hitting those, you know, yard sales, the barn sales, and then I think of you as like a small business Saturday guy. Like I'm gonna go hit this local bookstore in, you know, Jimville, Indiana. That's fair. But but here's the thing. I I'm a I'm a holiday guy. I love the holidays. I love all this stuff. And to go on Black Friday, to me, that's when Christmas season kicks off, right? I know that there's a lot of different opinions about when when does Christmas season begin. But for, for me, in my life, in my world, we start as soon as the turkey is digested. Oh. And so we, we go out. And, and so my, my wife and my son and I, my mom, we all went out um, Black Friday shopping. We hit some Menards is always the best. I know that that's weird to think about. Everybody's always like all these other places. Huh. Menards, and that is the place. And it's eleven percent off everything well, you can fit in this bag. Well, I see. Now that is a good one. But the <laughs> the idea though is that I always the, the joke is that I always buy batteries because I'm you know as a dad you got to have batteries so I always buy a pack of. You like to eat them. You like to snack on them. I like to yeah. nibble on me some batteries. Yeah. Kind of juice things up. Is that alkaline flowing early in the morning? <laughs> How about you? So, uh, fun fact, I have never been truly Black Friday shopping. Really? Yeah. I uh, I, I think I went out one time like in a, at night. It was like uh, we're, we're playing games before kids. Playing games, my parents, and, you know talking about who knows what maybe it was a tv or dvd player or something at all the amazing department stores in bremen we we shot down to plymouth to walmart i think and and picked up something it wasn't even for me um but yeah it was it was not really a true black friday deal never i've never been out my my family we always do the guys uh be myself my dad my brother and now my brother-in-law uh we do kind of a traditional friday after thanksgiving hunt 
you do all cool. pheasant hunting, and so um, yeah, all you PETA fans out there, write in your hate mail. No, we we. Uh, I just hear people writing in. They misheard you. Why are they? Why is he hunting peasants? Well, <laughs> that's such pheasants. A weird thing. The, the the harmless bird. No. Uh, yeah. So we we do that on Fridays, and we joke that it's a Black Friday for the birds, but. Um, Nonetheless, yeah, no, that's we, clever. We, yeah, we. That's, that's very clever. Thank you. Yeah. Being Brick's family. Maybe we can put in a little little sound bite there with the. Yeah. Um, no, had had uh, you know Thanksgiving meal with my family on Thursday. Uh, the cool. following day on Friday after after hunting had a Thanksgiving slash birthday party for myself. It was my birthday on Friday. He's we halfway to eight, folks. For those of you that don't know this, he uh, recently turned four zero. I made it. Welcome I have made to the it. Club. Yes, it feels pretty good. Now, if I can only catch you in another twenty years, we'll be. I, I'm. Be fine. I'm halfway to one twenty. Yep. So yep. it's uh, good times. No. For all so, us. yeah, good time with family, and then the disaster struck. Yeah. Tell us about this one. Uh, so, those of you, many of you know. Uh, my wife and I, we have four very young children. There's a four-year-old, two-year-old, and then twins that are one. And everybody got sick. And not, yeah, I don't know if there's a good kind of sickness, but Jeepers. it was stomach bug city. Um, so lots, and it's just messy. It's, <laughs> it's just messy. There's no other, I mean, bust out the mop. It's Gotta get the Lysol. It, uh, yeah, at one point, Sunday night, um, my wife just Brutal. said, hey, hey, we are we are out of sheets. Uh, no more clean sheets, so the next one to go down is, that's it. <laughs> so what'd you do? Like, what's your solution? Then? I mean, after that, I'm thinking cardboard, trash bags, I don't know. Maybe like I a mean, drop cloth, like a tarp? Yeah, I, it's, you gotta get creative. I mean, you know, we could, we got towels, I'm sure we could bust out some towels, but. Do you guys um, have a washing machine? We do, but you know, middle of the night, you're not really thinking, of, you're just surviving. No, that's so, fair. That's fair. Uh, it was a rough, Dude, that's, rough that night. That is brutal. And, yeah. it, and you missed a couple of days of school to stay home, take care of the missed kids. Missed a couple of days. I actually didn't get it the worst. I was the I I stayed strong. Uh, I didn't feel the best, but um, yeah, stayed home, helped out. You know, I it was one of those things where it's like, okay, somebody needs to sh- to sleep at night. So I went to the basement, got some some sleep down there, and then let uh, my wife sleep during the day. So handled the the kiddos and all their and all their glory during the that's, day. That's good times. Yeah. So it, I, I know that when, when you had the twins, you uh, you'd come in bleary eyed. You but you oh, would yeah. say, but you'd say, man, it's it's good to be here. Oh, so good. It was a reprieve. It really was. It was it was great to be back. So yeah. it's good to be back. It's good to be back after a week out. Well, we certainly missed you the couple of days you weren't here, and hope everybody gets feeling better. Prayers to them. Yeah. Yep. You know? We are on the mend. We're on the upswing. Things are looking good, although I, I look—I don't know if I look forward to the report today. We'll find out. Yeah. So it's rough. Hey, let's let's uh, no, let's but, dive but, in. But thankfully, as a as a great and dutiful husband, you said, you know what? I'm going to stick around after school, record this <laughs> podcast. Hey, we we got to get it in sometime. In Valley Viking Studio A. That's here. right. Oh, we're changing the name all the time. Uh, all right. So let's get to our first thought. Yeah. Are we? Do- yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Oh, before first thoughts, that's right. Yeah. Let's get to our first questions. So before we get to first thought, I've got a question for you. You're going to shoot one back at me. Cool. Uh, To those of you who have not heard these episodes yet, these are questions that neither of us know about, and we're just um, running into them full steam, literally giving our first thought. Yeah. Um, So here's my question for you. 
You have taught Spanish. You currently teach a lot of English. You've done some other stuff. Uh, you, you know, you have your peer facilitators class, which is awesome. Um, I think you taught speech. If you were not teaching Spanish, English, or the other things that you've done, what would you want to teach? What would be your next next item up for bid? So, I I'm the geek who, um, when when the several principals ago came to me and said, "Hey, do you, we want you to teach English at the college level. Would you, you want to do that?" I just naturally said yes. Um, I'm the guy that I legitimately, I love to teach. I just love teaching. I love learning and I love teaching. Um, so I think, it's going to sound weird, I think I really like to teach like physics. Hmm. Or, the sciences. Math, yeah, science combo there. Yeah, like like physics. Because like, I think there's a lot of like how I like to teach yeah. is kind of trying to get that imagination yeah. sparked yeah. and get people kind of dreaming and thinking and um, and I think, uh, you know, something like astronomy or, or that could be such a big one. I also think I'd, I'd really like to teach like a humanities class, mm -hmm. like a, the, kind of the intersection of music and philosophy. And I mean, literature, it's, that's kind of a, a cheesy answer because I teach literature now, but um, I think I'd like to teach that one an awful lot. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I don't think I would have guessed that. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, I, I've got a lot of interests. Um, so here's my question to you. When you were, were in high school and college, is it fair to say you had a lot of people that kind of showed you what to do, how to do things, what, even maybe what not to do? Yeah. Is there a person in that kind of era of your life, let's just for easy, easy sake, say 15 to say 23, so somewhere in there, is there a person that made a big impact on you? Doesn't even necessarily need to be a teacher, but just a, a person in your life. Yeah, I mean, so the low-hanging fruit would be, you know, my parents, my dad. Yeah. Um, but if I were to pick somebody else that stood out, that had an impact, it would be, his name's LJ Evers. LJ, if you ever listen to this, congratulations, you made it on first thought. Hey. <laughs> Not too many people can say that just yet. That's right. Uh, no, LJ Evers. So I was a part of a, a cool program um, before my last year of college. It's a summer program, um, kind of like a dis discipleship program. Oh, yeah. Um, I spent the summer up in South Dakota, Keystone, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. So Mount Rushmore, you got the, uh, the Borglum Historical Museum. Borglum was the guy who carved Mount Rushmore. Uh, a little tourist town. What's the name of the little state park that's kind of near oh, there? My. Um, yeah, there's bison or buffalo there too. It, it's unbelievable. We, we we got we got trapped there one yeah. time by, by bison. Yeah. Where uh, is it Tecumseh? I, maybe I I, okay. I should know, but I, anyway, I went there. it doesn't necessarily yeah, matter. It doesn't okay. matter. So um, I had you know some roommates. It was a cool program. Had so they hire people in from uh, the Eastern Bloc. Okay. Czech Republic, Slovakia, Romania, I think there was somebody from the Ukraine there. Um, you know, just uh, a number of people from that come in from overseas, they hire them in on some type of a work visa for the summer. Yeah, really cool. And so I had roommates, um, one from the Czech Republic, one from, and maybe two from Slovakia. And one of them knew a decent amount of English. Well, one of them knew some English. 
the other ones didn't really. And so it, it was it was kind of a, a work in progress. So LJ Evers, he really poured into me that summer and identified some things in my life that like he, he identified that I had these leadership qualities that I wasn't even aware of. Oh my. Just just hey, you you are a leader. Um, mm -hmm. when you show up the rest of the people show up. When you don't, like like mentally, uh, when you don't, other people are disengaged. They're, wow. they're, they tap out. So, yeah, I, I think... So is he, that something you do with your students, too? Like, is that kind of a... Like, that kind of a move that you kind of pull them aside and tell them their leadership? Yeah, and well, it may not be leadership. I mean, but, just, oh, just sure, speaking, sure, speaking sure. truth into them. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, yeah, I, I, that's probably, like, foundational for you. It, I think it had a pretty big impact. It, it was, you know, I'm, I was, it was a turning point in my life of viewing myself more as a, of a leader and, and deciding I need to take more of a leadership role. Yeah. Um, for sure. So big impact there. But that honestly, you know, my, my dad would be the low-hanging fruit there. So Wonderful. Yeah. All right, let's get into it now. All right. Let's take a, lo a look into So this, this question that you, you brought in, and, and just so everybody knows, um, first thought of the day really comes from, it's so bizarre how weirdly we are in sync a lot of times, yeah. where we will wake up with a, a kind of a, just a first thought, like a legitimate first thought, and you will kind of run that by me, I will run that by, you know, I'll run some of mine by you. This is, this. I think this is a very intriguing question that you're kind of throwing out, or, or really just an observation. Yeah. So. And in anyway. the, the thought, there's a bigger thought, and it came from a kind of a smaller story. Sure. So we're, we're entering into the Christmas season. And, um, you know, for those that are familiar with the account of Jesus' birth, you know, you'll be able to kind of follow this a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, but in the story, you know, the, the, the reason that, that Joseph and Mary, the, these are uh, Jesus' parents, um, the, the reason they had to travel to Bethlehem was because there's a, a census. So they have to report that they're supposed to go to all the, the towns that they're from. And I was just looking at this uh, the other day, or even just kind of looking at it today. And it says that, that Joseph had to, re had to go from Nazareth to Bethlehem because that's where his family was from. Mm -hmm. That's where his lineage was from. And so, you know, Joseph and Mary make this, this journey to Bethlehem. She's pregnant, about ready to have Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, baby Jesus. And they get to Bethlehem. There's, you know, they go and they try to get into an inn. There's no room in the inn. And yeah. so they end up going to uh, a stable or a cave or whatever you want to call it. You know, there's different people recounting. The translations are, yeah, who that's knows? fascinating. Yeah, who knows? Just that, yeah. Um, but ends up having Jesus in this, you know, they are surrounded by animals and puts him in a manger and, you know, that, that whole story. And for some reason, I had this thought dawn on me. I don't know if it was morning in the shower. It's probably honestly that's where I get a lot of my random thoughts. Just waking up, just kind of a random thought pops in my head, and I thought, "Wow, if if Joseph is reporting to hit the town where his family is from, why is it that he has nobody to stay with? He should have tons of relatives. Sure." I mean, parents, uncles, cousins, anybody, and and if and somebody's it's a coming, tight knit community. Yes, the, yes yeah. the Jewish community then would have been very much tight knit. Like, yeah. If somebody's pregnant, oh, they're not they're not on the streets. Sure. And so, but Mary and Joseph are. Yeah, Mary's pregnant. Yeah. And so it just got me 
thinking, well, how did how have I never thought of it? How come I've never heard anybody bring this up? Like they're they're not going. They're, nobody's welcoming them in, into a home. I th- I think they're totally being shunned. I think they're totally being shunned for their situation. They're not married. They're pledged to be married. And I just it was just kind of a. I don't know if it's a light bulb moment because I don't even know if it's true, but. It's one of those things where it's like, how come I've never realized that before? And and to me, that's one of those those moments that as you know, as a as a guy who's a Christian, as a guy who goes to you know grew up in Sunday school, mm-hmm. that should have been brought up. I'd, yeah, I've heard I've heard the story every year I, at least once. Oh yeah, yeah, multiple times. Yeah, and it got me thinking the bigger thought. Okay. Of. How many things did I not realize, either the first time, second time, third time, or in this case, the hundredth time through, sure. or more, forty plus, that I come to realize later, or I come to like question, and so, you know, uh, the, the movie, the Book of Eli. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for our listeners. I find it to be a very fascinating movie. It's There's really a good. Twist. Really good. And flick. when you learn the twist at the end, you're like, whoa! How did I not see that? Sure. It went unnoticed. Yep. You go back and you watch it a second time, and it's like, oh my word! There's all these clues that I totally missed out on, things 100%. that I that I totally overlooked. And now I really want to go watch that again because I haven't seen that yeah. in yeah. I don't know, 15 years. Or it's, something. it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good one. So, so what, yeah, I, so I, that, that's an, a bigger thing because I think so many times I, I think. It makes me think of those those videos that people show, and it, it'll have something like, you know, like it'll distract you, and it'll say, "Hey, how many red balloons did you count?" And you're focusing on the red balloons or whatever the YouTube, and then there's some creepy thing in the back. Yeah, there's a man in a gorilla suit that yeah. walks across, and you don't even see it. Yeah, because you're of, so focused. Yeah, and and I, I think I almost wonder even a larger thing like how much if it's possible to get larger. Go. How much. How much do we not even know about ourselves? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I know that it's it's wild to think about it, but you know, in in our own world, we are our own star, right? Like I I will never see the world through anybody else's eyes but mine. You could try, but it's a first person narrative for me. Right. Right. Sorry for the literature terms, but first person point of view. Um, but as we do this, like I wonder where are the things that I just. What? what I do just you, miss. What are you currently missing that you're going to see later and be like, ah, why did I not see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, as, as you told me about that, I mean, obviously I start thinking of, man, I wonder what else from the Bible I'm missing. Oh, yeah. I wonder yeah. What, what other, like, because let's just say that everything you've said is 100% accurate, that, that that's the right, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John assumed the reader would understand sure. they're being shunned. Yeah. They're being displaced for no reason or for the only reason of, you know, it's not socially acceptable yeah. to be with child at that yeah. case, you know? I mean, I don't know. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Like a really interesting idea. So you dangled some bait at me earlier. You, you started sharing a story with me this morning. Uh, well, it, it was more of a thought experiment. Yeah. Um, right? Is that the one you're talking about? The Yeah, yeah, the... Yeah. So, okay, so I'm 44 years old. Yeah. All jokes aside, I'm not actually 60. <laughs> I, I look like I'm 70, but I'm actually not. Um, 
Um, and, and but I was thinking when I when I first moved to this area, okay, I was unmarried. I was not. I didn't have a. I didn't have a girlfriend. I had not met Susan yet. Um, but I, I was single. Okay, I'm 22 and 23 years old, and I'm single, and that is a hundred percent socially acceptable mm-hmm. for us. Right. Right. For our society. You're a young guy, hey, all right, you live your life. But if I were to somehow stay single for a decade longer, Mm -hmm. let's say I'm 33, 34 years old, it somehow starts to feel a little less socially acceptable. Right. I I don't mean to necessarily speak for myself as far as this, but I I certainly feel welcomed and accepted by the community, by the people, by the, I mean, most of the students, I think, believe I went here to this school, right? And I think they think that of you now. Sure, the they way. could, yeah. But um, but we didn't. We're outsiders. We are outsiders welcomed in. Thank yeah. you. Yep. But my, my point is, is that if I were single at 34, I'm not sure I'd be as welcomed. Hmm. I don't think I would be as embraced. Mm-hmm. But let's fast forward another decade. Let's say I'm 44 right now. I live the exact same life. I behave the same way at school. I do the same stuff, live the same boring life where I go home and read at night and walk my dog in the park. But I do that without a wife, without a child. I wonder how accepted I would be. I think, I think it would be hard for some people. I think it's hard to separate too because a lot of people know you guys as a family union. You know, your wife's sure. a teacher, the elementary school teacher. So many parents have interacted with her. You know, they've seen your son grow up here in the community. And so, uh, shout out to little Choop. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think culturally, you are meeting what they would expect of you. Yeah. And for some reason, if you didn't, it would, it would seem a little bit different. Can you put your finger on why? I think it's just what's comfortable for people. Yeah. I think people are comfortable with, hey, you get married in this range and then you know, you have a kid or kids and, you know, maybe you have some pets and, and it's, it's what people know. It's, it's the cultural norm. And yeah, I, I think, I think it's just kind of what's accepted. I do think there'd be eyebrows raised. I don't think, I, I legitimately believe it, the, this thought experiment, this is where my, I don't think anybody would necessarily call me out or say, I, I think like some, some closer friends yeah. might joke around like, Hey man, you ever going to get married? You ever going to? But I don't think it would ever be like a legitimately serious conversation, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think, I think too, there are so many things that are planned for or as family events. Yeah, that's fair. And especially in our school system, you know, we have like a, we have a Christmas party. Um, it's not necessarily set up for all, only families, but I could see, you know, how if, if somebody were, were, I don't know. It didn't show up with the family. It's just you know, kids. The kids can hang out with the, the student council kids, and they're gonna you know play and, with. Them and it's and, all part of the event. It's yeah, like the it's children all, are are expected yeah, to be there. Yeah. And if I showed up without my wife or my son, people would comment on that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I get I guess I went even further with this kind yeah. of idea of what I wonder what are some things that we as a society now look back on and wonder. Ooh, we really messed that up, right? So, so I, I mean, I, I'm thinking of like it's easy to kind of lead off educationally, 
things that we've we used to do in classrooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, people used to be paddled in mm-hmm. classrooms. Yeah. I mean, they used to, to good old dunce cap. Yeah. I mean, they they'd pull them aside. They they paddle them because they were they forgot their pencil. Yeah. You know, nowadays though, I mean, that is seen as barbaric yeah. by a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. It's so fundamentally un un well as far as what we do. Yeah. Here's something else that I didn't realize when I was younger. Um, I don't think I realized... Is this about Vienna sausages? It's not about Vienna uh, sausages. That would be a that'd be pretty full circle if we came there again. <laughs> no, I don't think... Going through school, I don't think that I was even remotely aware of the need around me. Oh, yeah. My classmates. Oh, my I, goodness, I was yes. totally, totally unaware. I was oblivious. Yeah. And on the flip side, as a teacher... All of a sudden, I am either made privy to that information, or I'm just so much more aware. I, probably a combination of age and the fact that I am aware of certain families and and just the challenges that they face. And hundred percent. Um, but my eyes have been opened to the the amount of need that I never I, I never saw. You know, I I just kid you know kid caused problem in the class i thought oh he's just a troublemaker sure i, I have no idea his backstory and nope. the thing is i grew up with him i, went, I was in school with him sure. for 13 years of my life kindergarten or maybe even preschool through 12th grade but even even more pressing like you knew what your parents did day in day out oh for sure yeah but you didn't know what your parents did for you oh there you go it's yeah. kind of a wild thing to think about but yeah. like like i saw my dad go to work and sure I saw, but i didn't know that you know paying bills or yeah. grocery shopping yeah. or just simple well we got to rake the leaves i mean those actually i would things. say i didn't know what they didn't do ah, i didn't know what fair. they gave up sure. i now know as a parent mm-hmm. as a husband what i have to give up that's legit and i'm aware of that and i'm aware of, of what other people have to give up i would not have been aware of that i mean just the fact that you mentioned me being here after school i'm giving up time with my kids sure. for a little bit but to hang out um, here and Valley 1A Studio T. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's, I, I, I suppose if I were to either draw, draw a conclusion or land a plane or, or, or say, what, what's, the, what's the resolution? Yeah. How, how can we, if this is a problem that we're unaware of things and we need to be more aware. And, and let's just be clear, I, I'm, not, I'm not comfortable saying it's a problem, but I am comfortable saying we need, as a society, as a person, we need to get better at this stuff. Sure. I mean, it, it's better probably to have more awareness than less awareness. Sure. So if we're to, I don't know, improve in this area, is it that we need to take time to reflect? Is that it? I think that's definitely... Or, or a, a piece? piece. I, I think it's a piece. But I think, I think it, we simply need to pause what we're doing. And instead of simply us, 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 me, 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 we need to think about the other folks. Yeah. We need to see, like, I, I wish I would have paused to think about what my parents gave up hmm. instead of throwing the little fit in my mind about yeah. whatever nonsense it was. Right. I wish I would have, have noticed that kid that you're talking about. Yeah. But I didn't. I was more, you know, I was hung up on my insecurities my oh, sure. my daily routine my worries and problems instead of just boy they've that kid man yeah. I wonder what's up with him yeah and and I think to to be fair you and I at least are are blessed 
because we've got a lot of these kids that are naturally good at that. They are. Yeah, they, they are. And Much I, better than I was. Yeah, 100%. So, um, so our, I, I suppose I, I would say our last thought for, for you, kind of lead leave you here with this, um, what are some, where are some places where you need to pause and simply take a look around and try to understand, I don't know, maybe what other people need, what other people are, are thinking and, and how you need to interact with them? Yeah, I agree. Take, take some time, think about, maybe you need to shift your focus off of yourself onto others. Maybe you need to just actually hit the pause button. Sure. Maybe you're, you're too, just go, 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 go. Um, and, and maybe just put the phone down and see what's going on around you. Yeah, there we go. You know, so um, so there's another one. We did it. We got, got another it. one recorded. I'd like to thank Mr. Seacrest and everybody here um, for, for helping us out with this. And we will see you guys next week, barring any catastrophic illnesses. Bye-bye.